2022 could be another big year for Apple, and on this episode of the Macworld Podcast, we're going to look into our crystal ball and see what's in store for next year. It's our predictions forecast for 2022 coming up on the show. Stay tuned. Before we jump into it, we have a word from our sponsor, Declutter. Upgrading your device soon? Declutter is the fast, easy, and totally free way to sell mobile phones, iPads, MacBooks, Apple Watches, and much more. Declutter pays up to 33% more than carriers, locks your valuation in for 28 days, and pays you quickly by PayPal or direct deposit. Visit macworld.com slash trade in and use the code macworld10, that's macworld10, to get 10% extra for your trade in. That's macworld.com slash trade in and use the code macworld10 for an extra 10% with declutter. Welcome to the Macworld Podcast. I'm Roman Loyola here with Jason Cross. Hello. And Michael Simon. Hello, sir. Last podcast of the year, huh? This is the last podcast of the year. Thanks for bringing that up, Jason. Just a programming <laughs> note. We are taking the final week off for the holiday season. So this is our last show of 2021. Considering we'd have absolutely nothing to talk about. <laughs> yeah. Yes. We're just going to spare you. Yes. <laughs> so we're going to talk about 2022 and what's in store for Apple. There's some big stuff that's on the horizon. We, do, we don't know what's true and what's not, but if it if like 80% of it comes to pass, it's going to be a big year. Yeah. Uh, yeah 80% probably won't come to pass. <laughs> but <laughs> well, it's still probably going to be a pretty big year for Apple, I think. So I think the one of the big things that will happen is sort of this is now entering the second half of year two of the Apple Silicon rollout. Yeah. Uh, so they said two-year transition. If, if we're basing that on when the first chip actually landed. Right. Uh, we're almost exactly halfway through it right now. Yep. Yeah. Yep. The Mac that needs to come out now is the Mac Pro. Yeah. And that's going to have the... Apple Silicon that really shows off what it what it can do because mm-hmm. uh, it's Apple's workstation. Right now, the Mac Pro uses I think the Max CPU you can get is like an Intel Xeon W, which is actually an old CPU at twenty eight cores, yeah, uh, with an afterburner card. And, it's like fifty thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, whatever. Apple comes out with with its silicon is going to have to compete on that level on the Intel chips. And, you know, we won't be surprised if it surpasses it. But it's going to be interesting to see how they set up that chip. You know, how many cores it's going to have, how many GPU cores, yeah. you know, the bandwidth of it. It's, it. it's going to be a nice way to see what this chip is, the potential of this chip, how, what it can do. Yeah, this this was always the one that, was like okay we understand the macbooks even the macbook pros the imacs and all what that apple silicon is going to mean for those machines yeah this is the one that's like well all right what's apple going to do here because it's first of all it's a very specific kind of user it's also the the machine now is six thousand dollars and up yep and it's 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 modular and like you can't just slap uh, an M3 chip in there and call it a day. Like it's a, you have to really design for a specific audience what you're going to deliver mm-hmm. in this machine. And I'm, I'm, I'm super intrigued. I mean, obviously it's not something I would buy, but I'm very intrigued to see what it's going to be 
whether it's going to have uh, PCIX slots, whether it's going to have, um, you know, two chips, uh, they're, they're saying um, a multi dies, whatever it brings, it's going to be vastly different than what we have. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like we got some hints because of the M1 Pro and M1 Max, where those are replacing uh, Macs that had CPUs and the discrete GPUs, right? And they did it by making a really, really big chip. Like, abs- it's absolutely enormous the size of that chip. And then, yeah. and then putting, uh, making so they can have a unified CPU and GPU with the same memory interface and a really, really wide memory interface with integrated memory to give it like tons of memory bandwidth. That to me says that what we can expect out of the Mac Pro is they're not going to separate out the CPU and the GPU into separate chips. Like we thought maybe they'd have to do it for power, memory bandwidth, stuff like that, but they can't make this chip any bigger. Like, you, you economically, you can't just double the size of this chip. It's insane. Like it's nobody makes a chip that big. Nobody already makes a chip this big <laughs> for for almost anything. So I really think what we're going to see is essentially the M2 Max or the M2 Pro, whatever that would they, they call the, the big M2 that you get in the MacBook Pros and stuff. And they're going to have two of them or even three or four of them in a Mac Pro with interconnects between them, high-speed interconnects. And that's gonna be how you get a bunch of cores, bunch of graphics, bunch of memory bandwidth. And that means no PCI Express graphics anyway. Right. They may have slots right. in there for other cards, but that's gonna go away. And that changes the whole form I don't even factor know if we're gonna get that. Yeah, yeah we may not we, even get we've that. we heard that it's gonna be like half the size yeah. as the current one. And I mean, like I, like I said before, that's not really my thing, but I'm assuming most of the people who upgrade using a PCIX is doing it for graphics. So if you take those away, there's not a lot left. There's that. You know, there's certain and, other and storage and stuff. There's certain other Internet. stuff that people put in PCI Express slots, not necessarily the big PCIX slot, but things that broadcasters use for interfaces uh-huh. for their controllers and stuff like that, or to do um, real-time graphics overlays and stuff, especially live broadcasters and stuff. So there's there's some stuff that's used in sort of production capacities that rely on not just like slapping into a USB slot that I don't know if Apple's going to be okay with kind of saying like, well, our product doesn't do that anymore <laughs> right. or not. They're going to have to, if they get rid of all that kind of expandability, they're going to have to make a real solid case for, yeah, but look how much faster, like, <laughs> yeah. like crazy, insane faster. Um, yeah. I'm just so intrigued by what they're going to end up having to do with this from a more personal yeah. note. I'm just more excited about a new iMac pro or 27 inch iMac or whatever they're going to end up calling it. That would have. Uh, the mini LED display and like an M2 or M2 Pro or something like that. Yeah, probably the M1 Pro at this point because they're saying April, May-ish, yeah. which I don't think they would have the M2 Pro by then. And it certainly is not going to get an M2 because that's basically an, a low-end iMac. It's basically, from what we read, the rumors say it's like an it's like a MacBook Pro in an iMac. Yeah. It's like you say, the the, the display... The uh, the Thunderbolt ports, um, the M1 Pro, M1 Max processors. They're a little late on the M2, though, you know, Uh, because we got the M1 a year ago, and it was based on the architecture of the A14. The A15's out. We didn't get an M2 this year. We got 
M1X, uh, M1 Pro and Max, they could introduce the M2 and have a Pro and Max variant kind of all at once, but that doesn't seem like you'd be ready for the spring. So No, and then it would also make the M1 Pro MacBook Pro somewhat outdated almost immediately. Right. I mean, you know, we, we don't know. And it's also, it's a matter of naming. Yes. I don't think the M2 Pro is going to be significantly faster than the M1 Pro. Certainly not as much. Oh, as I bet it will. Uh, it'll be Pro. as much faster as the A15 is to the M14. A14, right. which is a lot uh, significant in graphics and some other stuff. But yeah. Certainly not the leap from the M1 to the M1 Pro. No, no, no. not Nothing like that. It's not going to have like right. a good gym more cores. And from what we read, the M2 is... Uh, same cores, four and four mm-hmm. power and efficiency. You know, like you say, A15 versus A14. So what, 15% performance, maybe 30% graphics, something like that. Yep, something like that, you know, which is a good decent. leap. Yeah, good leap. Yeah, but decent. Um, and and they're saying probably that also maybe spring, summer-ish with the, uh, the, the MacBook Air, which everybody wants to see. That's the product that I'm most interested in seeing what Apple does with in 2022. I got, I, I, I bet you 20 bucks. It doesn't start at 9.99. Yeah, I'm not taking that bet. I think you're right. Gonna there. start at 11.99, and and that, and you won't want that version. You want the, you want the 12.99 or 13.99 version for sure. Yeah, maybe. And I wonder if they keep around the M1, uh, maybe give it a price cut like they do with the iPhones, and have that be the 8.99 model, which would still be a great, yeah, a great low end machine. Yeah. Get get rid of the 13 inch M1 MacBook Pro. Completely. You would think, but there's rumors that Apple's making a new one. Mark Herman last week yeah. said that Apple's making a new Pro, which seems strange to yeah, me. It I seems agree. St- that seems, seems strange if if the Air is redesigned and better and whatever. Yeah. And if it's just going to get an M2 and now you're taking away the touch bar, which is really the only differentiator right now between it and the Air. Yeah. What's, what's Why are you the, doing that? What's the value? It's just like a little way, thicker yeah. to have more battery when you already have yeah. an awesome battery. I don't know. Slightly, slightly better. Yeah. Not that. I mean, you're still getting, what, 17, 18 hours in the Air. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know either. But we'll see. I mean, I guess we'll see what Apple does with that, but it doesn't make a lot of so, sense to me. But the the only places left where Intel's still in their uh, road and in, in their ecosystem and they need to flush it out to cat to complete their transition is Mac Pro, the yep. big iMac, and yep. the uh, Mac Mini. Which yeah, still has which, an, an Intel version, and we, right. we kind of expected we'd get a redesigned Mac Mini this year, and it didn't happen. But it's probably going to happen next year, where you get like sort of M2s and maybe a high-end version with like the M2 Pro or M1 Pro or something. I'd, I'd love to see the numbers of how many Intel Mac Minis Apple sold this year. I mean, is it like twelve? Yeah, it's got to be. It's it's got to be bad now because of the M1 yeah. one being so good. But there's not a lot of reason to buy. No. It's got more ports. If you were really, if if, it was, if you had it in a closet, needed all those ports, but uh, yeah, that's so that's what's left to flush out everything, and then it's like there's like five models left or something. If you if you count each 27 inch iMac separately, yeah, there's only a couple. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so what about the iPhone? This is also the year we actually get. Uh, you know, it's kind of every other year you get some real design changes. Because the iPhone 13 design-wise is the iPhone 12. They just needed to make the camera bump huger. So they're saying some design changes for the iPhone 14. I, I don't know what they are. Everybody kind of likes the flat edge thing. <laughs> so I don't know what they're going to change. The big change, so to speak, is what and now German and Ming-Chi Kuo and a couple others have said that the 13, uh, the 14, sorry, the 14 Pro and the 14 Pro Max 
will no longer have a notch. Instead, they'll have a hole punch for the camera and face ID under the, under the display. The, all the true depth sensors will be under the glass and uh, there'll be a little hole for the, like we see on Android phones in the center. For the, the main RGB camera. For them, for the, right, for the selfie cam. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's the big dis, uh, design change, which if, if that's true, would be a huge change because the notch would be basically gone on, ju- but just the pro models. They're yeah. Not, they're saying the, the, the non-pro will be, will be still. Happy yeah. That seems expensive for the non-pro model. Size wise, they expect to expect to make some changes. Basically mm-hmm. it's going to be like the pros have your, your regular and a large size. The non-pros are also just going to have the same regular and large size right. they're going to get rid of so the mini of, and have a large right. size and there'll be a right there'll be an iphone 14 iphone 14 max mm-hmm. probably the same uh 6.1 6.7 inches as the pro yeah which makes sense i kind of mourn the loss of the mini a little bit but i understand that it's it's, it's a little awkward <laughs> it, it's one of those things the, the people who want yeah. the small phone you will hear yeah. from every single one of them and they are online and they're loud and they're like well, if they won't make a mini again, I'll just keep my mini forever. I'm never buying another phone. I'll buy or I'll buy an Android phone, which they never do. Well, Android doesn't make any either. <laughs> but they're so passionate about it and they're so loud about it. And so Apple makes a mini and they sell terribly. They just it's their worst selling model by far. Yeah. Globally, it's not even close. And everybody likes glo- especially globally, big phones. And especially in Asia, right. big phones are like there's a lot of cheap, big Android phones and they sell like gangbusters. Like, like the fact that you can't get the big, big phone without spending 1200 American dollars <laughs> is a real problem for them in Asian countries where big, big phones are such a big thing. So it, yeah, it makes a lot of sense for them to have a regular model that is really big. It's not going to be cheap, cheap, but it's gonna be a lot cheaper than the pro max. Yeah. Like extrapolating. So we have the, 699 iPhone 13 so probably 850 or 900 I would think for the for the max it's the max is 100 bucks more on the pro so if they keep that it's 100 bucks more then you'd have 700 so and 800 and then you'd have 1000 and 1100 okay. uh, for the pros uh maybe it's 150 more but that's still a big gap between the the pro max and the 14 max right, right. Yeah, the Pro Max is eleven. So if we're, it's at least two hundred or two hundred fifty or three hundred dollars less. That's that's, that's and, and it'll sell extremely well. I think. I think a lot of people like the big phone, and it, the sticker shock stops them from getting the Pro Max. I bought a Pro Max for the first time. I actually wrote an article. I I actually upgraded from the iPhone twelve mini to the iPhone thirteen Pro Max, which was a shock. Yeah, but I've I've gotten used to the Pro Max, and it's 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 great. You know, once like it is the first couple of days, it's daunting. It's big, it's heavy. Mm-hmm. But once you get used to the, you know, however you're gonna pick it up, the grip, all that stuff that you need to kind of adjust the muscle memory there, it's 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 great. It's especially heavy. I, I would love to see them shave some weight off of the pro models. Well, you get rid of the stainless steel it would help. Yeah. <laughs> like we don't need it. We don't need that. It's nice. At the price they have, they could do titanium or something and just be a lot lighter. Yeah. Yeah, uh, maybe maybe ceramic is a is an option. Yeah, instead of the glass, there's got to be there's just got to be an option that's not plastic, <laughs> but that's still a step up from the regular because they really want the materials to be a step up on the pro, but still not but lighter than steel. So do you think the iPod Touch still 
stays in the lineup. <laughs> Every year, I think it's perfectly fine to kill it now. I don't, you know. I don't know who's buying that either, but it's there. What when they let they updated that in 2020, if I recall. I think it got an update last year. Yeah. A twelve or something. Yeah. So So it is due for an update. It is due. I mean, honestly, if you made the if they made an iPod touch version of the iPhone 12 mini, that would sell really well for kids that didn't have a cellular connection and you know was super thin and blah 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 blah. I I I think that would sell for, for three hundred bucks. Possibly, but I think the know. kids thing are iPads. Yeah, my my son has either the cheap iPad or the iPad Mini. I have never seen an iPod Touch on the street. Never, yeah, li- literally never. Else. Literally, it's never. been so I've many years seen. since I've seen an iPod. Yeah, Touch. the uh, iPhone SE is also due. If we're if we're talking about iPhones, and that one SE, could be SE bigger. two, whatever they call it, probably just be called the SE again, right? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, that's a good question. I don't know. Like we we're we're calling it the SE two just for just for argument's sake on our website, but yeah, I don't know what. Right, they just call it the SE. They've never had a number there. Mm-hmm. It, it, they updated it now technically three times. And yeah. it's, it's been the it's like the iPad time. Air. They just don't put a number. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That could be low-key Apple's biggest selling iPhone in a, a, of the yep. year. They're talking about adding. It's going to look the same based on the rumors. Yeah, there's sort so of conflicting. About a home button, 4.7 inch. Yeah. Uh, slightly conflicting, but the most of them agree. You know, the, the bigger people, German, Ming-Chi Kuo, that it's, it's the same design, better camera. Uh, with 5G for the same price. Yeah. Uh, so like based off the iPhone 8 Touch ID and stuff like that, uh, and LCD display, but you know, upgrade, upgraded internals, upgraded to, I guess, the, the A4, A15. Yeah, it would be, that's usually yeah, what they A15. do. A15 yep. and 5G. Probably 128 gigs of storage. You know, it'll get the iPhone treatment on the inside, kind yeah, of, I would think. Maybe 64 might be on 128, yeah. Probably, yeah. probably cheaper for them to do 128, not make different circuit boards and stuff that would mean better battery life too. Um, the other rumor is, and, and I think one of either Minchinko or German even said this at one point and they're kind of not sure is that it would be the iPhone XR's body. They're going to repurpose some body. Yes. That's (laughs) so there that's at some point, but that's looking like either 2023 or 2024. at this point, yeah, like there's going to be another generation of this and then that. Or they do both. That's the other thing that they said is like, maybe there's an iPhone SE and an iPhone SE plus or something like that. That's the, yep. you know, we've seen, we've seen those, those rooms. Yeah. I mean the, the timing, it depends on, on, on who, who you read, mm-hmm. but it looks like. We just don't know anything. It's the same. Well, yeah, <laughs> well, there's, there, 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 there's, it's that. tough when the Apple's kind of repurposing parts. Cause you don't get this, all the supply chain info that you used to have uh, when it's something new. Um, but yeah, it, it, it's going to be, you know, any way you slice it, their most affordable 5G product kind of by far. And the one that, and, and potentially like if they go to the XR's body and stuff, a bigger phone, a bigger display anyway. And that's, has a lot of potential in a lot of the markets where they're they're seeing their growth now places like India and China and stuff like that where yeah the number of iPhone users is no longer set in stone and there's still a lot of people growing into it so that's that could be globally their their big hit for sure and you know the iPhone SE it is an old design like the current one yeah it's really it's, old it's an old but but it's it's still a solid phone the the, the chip is fast the camera is decent if you add uh, maybe a dual camera 
possibly um, night mode mm -hmm. to that with an A15 and 5G, you, you, you got a, a pretty good phone for 400 bucks. Yeah, there was even, I think one of the rumors even said that they would do both the 8 and like essentially the 8 plus, the a large version that using mm -hmm. the 8 plus body. And that would be like 100 bucks more and have a dual camera. And the other one wouldn't. So I, it could be interesting to see what they do with the SE this year. It's not a product that excites a lot of people in the US, except for those Touch ID diehards who just need that. So there are some people who won't give it up. Our discussion will continue, but first a word from our sponsor. Upgrade the smart way with Declutter. Sell your mobile phone, iPad, Apple Watch, or MacBook today. Get a free quote for your old device, ship it to them for free, and get paid quickly. Visit Macworld.com slash trade in and use the code Macworld10, that's Macworld10, to get 10% extra for your trade in. Declutter. It's smart for you, smart for the planet. Now back to the show. So what about the iPad? What are we going to see from the iPad in 2022? Rumors say it's going to be a pretty quiet year for the iPad. You know, we, we, we got the mini last year, so the iPad Air should get the mini treatment, so to speak, mm -hmm. which is a better processor, you know, a slight, uh, uh, and, the, and, the, and the, um, the center stage camera. Mm -hmm. Probably that's probably it. That's probably the upgrade there. Um, and then the iPad Pro, maybe not at all, because it just got an, it just got the screen and it just got the M1. The next update is the M2, which we don't even have yet. Yeah, I, I think if anything, the, the the iPad Pro, I think it'll get an update next year. I think it'll get the M2. It just may not happen in the spring. It'll happen whenever the M2 is ready, yeah. and maybe that's how yeah. they introduce the M2. Maybe it's maybe um, yeah, maybe maybe it's the Air and the and the Pro in the same same event. Yeah, something I mean, like the, that. They did the Pro in the spring last year, so that's possible. There's no real rumors of any other like super substantial new features uh, for mm -hmm. the for the Pro. Uh, I think the big question mark is what do they do for the base model iPad, which does get an update every year and is long overdue for some design changes. Does it get basically the iPad Air's body? Um, but just with like lower end internals and that's the new cheap iPad. Maybe. I mean, if they do that, they're kind of cannibalizing the air because, you know, like an, an old iPad chip is still pretty. Yeah. Good. Then the air has to get promotion <laughs> or something, you know, that's got to get, yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, I, I, they kind of painted themselves into a corner there a little bit because it's 10.2 inches versus 10.9 inches. So there's, it's, it's no, academic, no, it's, the difference in screen size. Yeah. So if you keep the home button around, you're creating a visual difference and a reason to upgrade. Mm -hmm. Also, if they make it all screen, does that increase the price to $399, at which point it's not really a good deal anymore? I don't know. I mean, I, they, they do want to find reasons to creep up the price of everything we've seen lately. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. But so, that, that's a specific... They did crease up the price of the us. Air, so and they it haven't did. done that. And, and also the Mini. And they haven't Mini done up too. the price of the, the standard iPad, so maybe this is their reason to stand, creep up the price of the standard iPad. Then it makes you get to use the more expensive Apple Pencil, <laughs> the 129, not the 99 <laughs> Apple Pencil and stuff. Or whatever. Right. So, you know. Right. Uh, yeah, I, I think those are the things we're going to see. Yeah, I mean, there are rumors out there floating of, of OLED iPads, um, there seem to be a way off though, right? Say that's that's not coming, yeah. yeah. 23, maybe, maybe 24. I don't even know if we need them to be honest. I'm sure Apple's working on it. I think mini LED is just as good as OLED. If, if, if I mean, I compared the 
the you know versus the iPhone 13 versus the iPad they're they're pretty close yeah there there's benefits but it's it's not as much that it's probably not a good cost benefit analysis there yeah right i would think not and i don't know as far as like the future what mini led seems to be perfectly capable of <sighs> micro led is the next do. big thing it's a ways micro, off yes. in any kind of substantial size you know? Yeah, we've had basically zero rumors about it. Zero, like we've heard Apple's working on it. Yeah, that's about it. Uh, yeah, their so their display we're, partners we're away. are working on that kind of stuff. We're going to see it in the Apple Watch first, where the power benefits and the small size make it make a lot of sense, and the thinness. But not, but but not next year. <laughs> but probably not this coming year. Yeah, the Apple Watch. We'll, we'll get all the things we thought we were going to get this year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that, a couple of rumors that say, yeah, same screen size because it's this. This is probably the ceiling I would think for the Apple Watch. Like forty forty five millimeters seems to be it. What the, what uh, uh, one guy Ross Ross Young of the display sub, display supply chain consultants said he's heard rumblings that there's going to be a third size, which would be probably closer to fifty millimeters which would satisfy like the crowd who really want like those big giant, like Invictus watch people who really want like massive watches on their wrist. Yeah. That, that would be way too big for me. 45 millimeters, a little too big for me. It's, it's, it, it's, I, I can get away with it. 50, forget it. That would look ridiculous on my wrist, but, but some, some people love those, those big, big watches. I'll just strap an iPhone SE on my wrist. Right. <laughs> yeah. At that point, it's just, <laughs> Remember, remember when that was a thing? Like the, there was that iP- the iPod armband. That oh yeah, wore, like, to take to the gym and stuff. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that I, as Jason said, there's a bunch of rumors floating around there that didn't come to pass in 2021. So that we're going to push all those to 2022, plus whatever we hear. Um, also, a new SE this year, a new Apple Watch SE, which we don't know anything about. It could be the same which is no always on display, but I don't, I don't see why they would do that. My guess is it's an Apple watch six. Yeah. So that would be maybe EKG. Essentially it's going to be the Apple watch six with maybe, no, I was, I would say with the the updated processor, but they didn't get an updated processor this year. It has the Apple watch series six. It's just going to be the Apple watch series seven, but it's it's the same. (laughs) They, they call it this S seven, but it's, it, Everyone who's they don't. Studies that, uh, it's, my, it's the same. My uh, understanding is that they didn't. I'm, it's the same part number, but on the tech specs, it says S7. I'm gonna check like if you dive into because... it. All right, all right, you can check me. <laughs> but a new uh, uh, if if Apple comes out with an Apple Watch SE, that's an Apple Watch Series Six for two hundred eighty bucks. That is a hell of a deal. That would be great for people that that for entry and we can finally get rid of the apple watch series three which is ridiculous that they still sell that for 200 bucks oh i i have a feeling they're gonna keep it well if they do they need to cut the price because it's it's criminal that their people are charging but so over black friday walmart had it for 109 bucks and it sold out in like 10 seconds that was too much in my mind (laughs) (laughs) yeah uh you're right they do call it the s the 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 SIP, they call it the S7, and it it is, and everybody who took apart the watch said, uh, it's the no. Same. Yeah, there's nothing different about it. <laughs> it's like right? literally it's the, the exact same thing. 
What about the AirPods? We just got updates, but there's um, rumors of AirPods Pro 2, or they'll just call them AirPods yeah. Pro and then right. second generation or the something next like generation, that. Generation. Yeah. Uh, and they're supposed to get rid of the stems and maybe be more like the Beats Fit Pro that just came out or something. I, I've always thought they're never going to do the ear hooks that go up around your ear. But those little fins mm-hmm. that go in the fold of your ear, I'm, I'm, I was always skeptical of those. But the Beats Fit Pro have a pair that are integrated instead of like come on and come off and don't have different sizes. And yet it still fits and it's super comfortable and everything. So I'm, I'm come around on like, boy, they could just do that. Although, how are they going to make it look different? <laughs> yeah, well, that's the thing. Um, the AirPods, they're they're as goofy as we thought they looked mm-hmm. when they first came out, they're, they're iconic. They are iconic. And it, they're so, still just absolutely going to come in glossy white only. And, uh, but getting rid of the stems, that would be a move. That'd be something. Uh, and th- there's rumors, possibly you're going to see some fitness things in there. Maybe some new sensors they can do. Detecting heartbeat in your ear would be a great thing but it requires kind of a lot of expense in terms of new sensors and battery use i mean you'd only do it during a workout but you know and then like what do they want people not to buy apple watches i don't know (laughs) um but yeah possible some some new fitness stuff so sticking with the wearables I'm gonna bring it up. Are we gonna go. see the? Uh, are we gonna see the Apple glasses this year? I'm gonna stake my flag and say yes. We. I don't know if we're gonna be able to buy one, but we Apple will in the fall tease or launch the Apple AR its AR VR headset thing. Yes, and it will. Yeah, I will agree. I will say it will be pitched from the beginning as a device for like developers and industry folks and stuff and have an outrageous price tag. Uh, yeah, and, it, and, and it probably won't be something we'll buy this year or, or even they will buy this year. I think it'll be something that maybe like the M1, they'll have some developer program that you can register as a developer to, to get, or a dev unit or something, but they're going to go on quote on sale like next spring. And the, yeah, they're going to be something, some crazy price. And they're going to make it clear that this is, this is just the, the thing for uh, enterprise and, and developers and stuff like that. And then the consumer model that's for everybody's going to come at some point in the future. Yeah. They'll, they'll show, like use is kind of like what HoloLens can do. I, my guess is like they're they're not gonna. It's not gonna be like oh here's a bunch of fun games you can play. Like it's gonna be real industry level stuff, and it's basically a beta. You know, you're like they need to get this thing out there. If they're going to develop a pair of glasses, they need to they, they need people to use it. They need they need they need that feedback. They need to know what the kind of the the, the use cases are. Because this is a it's a totally new product. I mean, the the AR headsets we have now or VR, they're either, you know, you put your phone in there and you play games, which is not great. Or you they have processors and it's still they're mainly gaming machines. Yeah. Or there's that, you know, things like HoloLens that are that are very specific in very niche cases and haven't really 
gone anywhere. And you know, Microsoft's been, make, been making that for a while. So it would, you know, you, to, the people that think Apple's going to just release a pair of like functional, pretty glasses that we can buy for three hundred bucks to do all this stuff—it's nuts. Like that's not happening. No, that's like ten years off. <laughs> Or or five to seven. Even when the consumer version comes out, it ain't going to be three hundred dollars. Right. But um, right. <laughs> I mean, certainly Oculus is doing really well with their uh, Quest products, um, which yes. are affordable and their VR, and, and they have some combination of like media consumption, gaming, and social networking. That's you know at their their push. Um, I don't know where apple's going to come in with this like i don't think they're going to have controllers you hold and stuff like that i don't think the price is going to be similar i think the quality of experience is going to be in a whole other level and also a different thing like i think apple ultimately wants you to wear them outside yeah ultimately they they're interested in ar not vr right um i do think they're going to demo this thing with some sort of gaming stuff they're going to find a gaming partner because it's the easiest and best way to like wow somebody with what vr Mm -hmm. or ar is yeah. So particularly if it's like a like a really high tech sophisticated version of Pokemon Go and you're really integrating it to the into the AR stuff, yeah. like that would be the kind of thing that that wows someone. Yep. But it's I don't think it's be the kind of thing where you sit in your room and you you play a game by yourself. Like they want you to wear this outside. It's gonna look goofy at the start <laughs> when you see people wearing it. It's I think it's good. At, like it'll it'll make google glass look like sophisticated i don't know if this first version will be that that this sort of expensive developer whatever industry version it might be more of an oculus uh you know an oculus quest sort of thing except without hand controls you just just using your hands for the interface it may be more of a sort of indoor in one room thing but ultimately i think apple's vision is their glasses you look through with graphics on them and yeah you'll go around the world in them like and so, so they need to they need to get to that point. I don't know what they're going to first release though. I think, I, I agree. And uh, if I, we're wrong, you can delete this button. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that, that it'll be the one more thing announcement at, at WWDC. Oh, well, that so that's that that's interesting. That seems a little early for me, but maybe. And it's more of a. De- tech demo mm-hmm. than like a product announcement. Yep. Yeah, I was thinking WWDC we'd get the the Mac Pro tease like we've yeah we'll definitely get that in, yeah. in yeah. the past yeah but yeah maybe I mean it is, if it is geared toward that crowd that would be the logical place I just don't know if they're going to be ready to show off anything in, in June it, it could be that kind of thing like the Apple Silicon thing where they they show some experience and they show we're doing this thing and they talk about it. And maybe even do a little stage demo, like, but, but then it actually goes out to developers like the fall, like you get Mm -hmm. on your list to pay eight grand for a dev unit. And then (laughs) you get yours in November. Um, It could be that kind of thing. I don't know. That does seem early to me, Roman, but that's, that's a bold. No, it's pretty early, but yeah, but it seems like it fits because like, like we've been saying, it's. It'll be very developer focused to begin with. Yeah. No Apple Car. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get Apple Car rumors. Yeah, we'll get we'll get it. Apple Car rumors as an industry unto itself. Yeah, it's no Apple Car for at least a couple more years. At least more at like least. more like four or five. Yeah. We won't even we won't we'll even get a- see any real acknowledgement that it's going. Apple won't even 
answer a straight question about it until 2025. Right. We will get the folding iPhone before any hint of an Apple car. Yeah. And that's also not coming next year. <laughs> Correct. Well, let's uh, bring it on home, so to speak. What about the Apple TV or the HomePod? Any developments there? No update Apple, on Apple, Apple TV. TV I, I'd be surprised. Yeah. I, I say no, because that just came out last year. Mm-hmm. Well, they even keep the HD version. The HD version just languishes. It's, it's there, the right? that's the 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 most ridiculous. That's more ridiculous than the Apple Watch Three. <laughs> it's it's like a hundred and fifty bucks. It's the iPod Touch of the world. <laughs> like, why it's is it still here? The iP- <laughs> but it's it, like it's only like twenty dollars less than the Apple TV 4K. Yeah, it would be as as if the iPod Touch costs costs six hundred dollars. <laughs> it's possible they get rid of it and they just quietly do it, but. I don't. I just don't know why. Even if you have an HD set, like yeah, I just don't get it. I, someone, someone recently asked me this because they don't have a 4K set. I said, "Do you plan on getting one in the next year and a half?" They're like, well, probably. Look, we can get it because it's twenty dollars, and you're going to wish you had. Yeah. It. Even so if definitely you don't get ever get a 4K set, like the processor's so it's far behind. That's right. That's and right. Audio and everything else is just better. Just yeah. Yeah, it's it's, it's crazy to to even consider the HD. Yeah. I mean, if it was a hundred bucks, maybe, but it's a hundred and fifty dollars. Apple really does need to have a ninety nine dollar option or less. And they, well, there it is. No. I mean, it's it, that's, that's but it shouldn't point. be. It, no, they need a four K, <laughs> like a oh, good well, sure. ninety nine dollar option, and that's sure. not it. And I don't think it's coming this year. Yeah, the Apple TV Apple TV is the best streaming box out there. Mm-hmm. It's also the one that is the hardest to recommend because it's way, way higher priced than it should be. I, it doesn't need a 32 gigabyte hard drive. It does not. But for both the Apple TV and the HomePod, I don't think there's a new HomePod either. But I do think maybe we'll see that sort of combo product, that home, that yeah. soundbar or something like that this year. They really need to I do something. I think they, have, they have to do something with the HomePod line yeah. to I mean, whether it's maybe not a new mini, because I don't really know what they would do there. Yeah. But uh, something. Massive software improvement. (laughs) Yeah, they got to do something with with HomePod to make it viable. I mean, I I have two of them. I bought two as Mac speakers, and they're not even really that good at that. (laughs) And that's Apple's product. Like, that's Apple. Like, that's an ecosystem. All I want to do is play music and system sounds. And it's it's... Like I constantly have to like reselect them and, and like, they're, they're just not good. You know, there's a podcast listener who enjoys their Apple TV HD with their series three, Apple watch and their iPod <laughs> touch. And if, if that listener drop us a line, tell us how wrong we are about these products. Let us know. So, because there's somebody out there using them. I don't know who, but <laughs> I, I have an Apple Watch three somewhere in like a drawer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, our, well, last one: uh, Universal Control. Is it coming out? Oh yeah, yeah, I think so. They okay. say the spring. Well, they've said that before for things, and then all of a sudden they don't come out. Yeah, like, there like, was another feature that was kind of pushed out. I can't remember what it was, and it kind of came out like I want to say two weeks before WWDC or something like that? Like at the very latest of... Well, there was app, the app um, app tracking transparency was the late iOS 14 feature yeah. that came out. And that was the spring. There was ready. That, that was more about right. app That was a different de- sort of delay. Yeah. This one, 
like I, I am, I'm always skeptical when Apple doesn't say anything, has no, no, doesn't have make any appearance. Then all of a sudden they change the language on their website with no, with no official anything. Mm-hmm. It hasn't appeared in betas. It was this real slick demo that no one ever got to actually see live. Like I'm always skeptical of yeah. that stuff. We'll see. It, th- th- this has um, uh, air power written all over it. <laughs> I think we'll see it, but I think it'll be, you know, right before WWDC of this year. Spring. And that's a that was a surprising delay. I thought they would say early twenty two, yeah. but spring is like that's really. I, would, I think like it'll six, happen six months down the line. It would not surprise me if it gets um, reduced in some way. Where maybe maybe you don't drag and drop between devices. Maybe that's a sticking point. So maybe you just move your cursor and your keyboard over, or something like that, which would still be very Love useful. That. I think a lot of people, especially with AirDrop and stuff like that, don't need the sure. drag and drop stuff as much. But you know, maybe it, maybe it becomes a lesser version of itself. But I think we get it. And we'll see. Apple Apple gave that can a pretty big kick <laughs> down the down the street. <laughs> that does it for this episode of the Macworld Podcast, episode 773. Thanks to Jason Cross. Thank you. Thanks to Michael Simon. Thank you, sir. And Happy New Year, everyone. Oh, yeah. Happy New Year, everyone. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. And thanks to Declutter for sponsoring the podcast. You can subscribe to the Macworld Podcast and the podcast app on Spotify or through any other podcast app. If you have any comments or questions, send us an email at podcast at macworld.com or contact us through the Macworld or contact us through Twitter, that's at Macworld, or on the Macworld Facebook page. Join us in the next episode of the Macworld Podcast as we talk about the latest in the world of Apple. See you next time. Uh, did you see this this new Nicolas Cage movie? That's it's he's literally playing himself. It's called The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. <laughs> 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 like it's a real thing. It's like a, it's an Elston, but it's totally real. The most Nicolas Cage thing ever. Yeah, I mean Nicolas Cage is basically his own genre at this point. Right, right. But that's that's awesome. Whoever whoever thought of that idea is a genius. <laughs> What was his most recent movie? The movie with wasn't it, with uh, it was pig? called Pig. Yeah, it was right. actually it was actually pretty good. Yeah, I wanted to see. <laughs> he that. plays he plays a chef that is like he's like a a, a a recluse who has a pig that that hunts truffles and the pig gets gets stolen. Right, and the whole it's it's like Taken with the pig. It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's hilarious! It's on it's on Hulu. If anybody has Hulu, yeah, I got it. But yeah, Nicholas Cage. He's 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 kind of has this niche character that it's always right. the same, but just just different enough where <laughs> it's, where it's, it's it's intriguing. It's, it's it's like it's much like um, Liam Neeson. It's the same character over and over again. Um, it's still, I, it's still, I, I don't it's think still that's worth, necessarily worth true, but he's always unhinged in the same way. But it's it's different. Then I'll say this for Nicholas Cage. He's one of the he's one of the few actors who's like seems like they take real risks now well, yeah <laughs> like yeah. he's like he he puts it out there 
I mean, he, his whole career, he always has, like from yeah. like Wild at Heart going forward. Like every movie is different. He's, yeah, doesn't seem to make a ton of money, money for most of them. <laughs> it, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, it's and he's not trading he on his family yeah. name. He could, he could be, you know, sure. and he doesn't. He's made his own name, you know. Yep. From from the get go, he decided I'm not gonna be a Coppola. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, he'll he'll his career highlights film in his eventual you know uh lifetime achievement award or something's going to be out there because it's going to be because <laughs> it's going to be like so he swings for the fences and everything yeah even like national treasure which could have been like a, a silly he's really good it, it is it's, a, it's incredibly silly he's good yeah it's, it's totally he, silly but but he makes a watch of even the terrible movies he makes and and he makes plenty of them he is you cannot stop watching him that's now. right <laughs> all right uh i'm ready for the next one when you guys are all right i'm adding pig to my hulu cube well, I'm going to stop this recording because I'm recording seven minutes of Nicolas Cage talking. <laughs> 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 <laughs>